Hi everyone, welcome to our series on Biblical Leadership. Last week, we talked about what a Biblical leader is. And we maintain that a Biblical leader is a leader that is compassionate. A Biblical leader is a leader that's selfless. And a Biblical leader is a leader that's protective. Looking at these descriptions of a true leader disqualifies many other influential people. And there's so many books written on leadership and just by these three definitions, many of them don't even uh, pass the test. They may be powerful and influential, but not necessarily the leader one wants to emulate. There's so many worldly leaders or people with authority and people who are influential, but not necessarily the leader you and I would want to follow. Many are positional leaders, leaders by position. People follow them because they have the power and the money to control others, but without an assigned authority, many will not willingly and voluntarily follow them. Worldly leaders consider themselves leaders based on a worldly perspective, but they're far from being the leader the Bible describes. As we continue our series, here's our key verse for today. It's in Psalm 127. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guard stands watch in vain. In vain you rise early, and sometimes in vain you stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for He grants sleep to those He loves. Let's pray. Lord, I thank You for this word. I pray that You give us revelation. I pray that I will not speak my word. Let You speak. Holy Spirit, You do it that people will understand what true biblical leadership is all about through this verse. Jesus' name, amen. This particular verse was written by King David and is part of the Song of Ascents. Ascents. They are songs sung, sung, sung by the Israelites as they ascended in their pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Uh, and they were walking to worship God at the annual feast. It's basically a description of God based on their past journey, but it somehow describes the leadership characteristic of God himself. This is the kind of leadership we are to follow, a biblical leader. A biblical leader is a leader that builds. I'm going to repeat that. A leader that builds. God designed leaders to be builders. Okay, if you're a leader, you're a builder. You are building something whether in your home or your work, a place of work, Jesus was always building. He was the master builder. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. What this verse is trying to say is, we're able to build, yes. But the only reason you can build is because of God's grace. Everything you're capable of doing is only through and by the grace of God. We should be wise and build with care. Okay? Sometimes you see yourself and you're able to accomplish all these things. Again, all of these can be accomplished because of God's grace. And we should be building carefully. But what are we to build as leaders, what does this particular verse mean when he says we are to build? The job of a leader is to partner with God to build things, whether it's a godly home or in, a, in 
place of work. No one can build a home, for example, and no one can build it overnight. Building properly takes time and it requires a lot of help from people. Leaders are to build spiritual foundations. Leaders are to build spiritual foundations. Foundation is, you know, very important. It's key to any building. The higher the building, the deeper the foundation. And you need to have strong spiritual foundation. And this is so important even in your family. We have to build according to the Word of God, not based on family traditions or cultural traditions, but what does the Bible have to say in having a strong spiritual foundation? You know, we have families that are prosperous in so many material ways and and things, but are they spiritually strong as a family? You know, growing up, we tried to, you know, we have to teach our kids the word because the word, when they try to learn it as young as they are, they will learn to use it when they grow older. It's important that as young as they are, they, we should build spiritual foundations, even in businesses. I have, I have a friend who started this his business, and he said, I'm going to make sure that everyone in, my, in the company have a strong spiritual foundation, that we're not just concerned about them being productive at their work. We want to be concerned about their lives, their spiritual lives. It is important that we build spiritual foundation. The second thing we are to build is build relationships. Discipleship and training are almost impossible without relationship. Having a relationship built on trust and love helps people open themselves up to willfully want to learn from you. Not because they have to, but because they want to. You know, even, our, my, even at home, there's a saying, rules without relationship leads to rebellion. You've probably heard that before. It's important you build key relationships because too much rules without relationship will actually make them rebel. <laughs> Third point, we have to learn how to build character. It begins with ourselves. It begins with us. And then we have to teach others. Skills and talent are important, but character will overtake and outrun them any time of the day. Building the character of people we're caring for require a regular commitment, especially from leaders. As parents, we are to build relationship and the character of our children. Character is so crucial. Discipline, integrity, these are character words. Honesty, these are character words. Timeliness, okay? These are all very important as, they, as we, we build foundations for our children and even in our workplace. Begin to build good memories. Oh, I love that, good memories. I have to be honest with you. When I'm doing all these preaching online, um, and as much as I love you guys and I want you to be blessed by it, um, I'm also thinking of my, my grandchild, Liam. Liam is one year and two months old now. Hey, Liam, I love you. And I love him so much. And by the time I, he hits 20, I'm going to be 80. <laughs> time, time flies so fast. And hopefully I'm still here, probably hopefully reach 90 or 100. But just in case, Liam's going to watch this and he's going to learn from this. And he's going to have good memories. I'm building good memories with him. 
because he's going to remember all the important things that Poppy or Grandpa is going to teach him. So build good, good memories with your family. You build good memories with your coworkers. It's so important. Memories are like cement that holds one's character together. Good memories provide a healthy and positive outlook in life. A biblical leader is a leader that's watchful. Hmm, watchful. That's my second point. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. Watchful. Be sure to know the condition of your flocks and give careful attention to your herd. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing this honest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you'll receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Oh, I love that. We're not just doing things for just to watch people. We're trying to please God because God himself is watching over us. Being a watchman or a watchwoman is a trait of a biblical leader. The main point here is when watching over people under your care is to recognize that God himself is watching over you as you watch over his flock. Okay, he's giving you wisdom as you watch over his flock. He's giving you insights. Without the presence of God, we watch in vain. God wants to make sure you know the condition of your flock. He said to give careful attention. What does that mean? It means careful attention. But what are we to do? What are we to do? First, we have to watch ourselves or make sure that we are good examples to our flock. There's a saying, it's more caught than taught. People are watching and seeing the way we live, the way we respond to situations, the way we talk the things we prioritize, the things we value. Yes, the flock is watching us. But more than the people around us, God himself is watching us. Are our lives a good example to people around us? Paul mentioned this. He said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. No one is perfect. But in general, are we good examples for people to follow? What I mean by that specifically is, are we following the examples of Christ? Watch the people under our care. Watch them and know what, where they are at. How are we to know that? What are we to watch? Watch, number one, watch what they see. Watch their friends, their relationship, movies they're watching, the videos, computers, computer games, internet. Who are their friends? Are they good friends? Bible says bad company corrupts good character. Do you know what they're watching in their private lives? Remember, the eyes are the window and opening to one's soul. Second, watch, watch what they hear. Yes, entertainment, the music, the influences. Who are they listening to? It's very, very important. And lastly, watch what they say. What they say will tell them the condition of their heart. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth will speak. Okay, again, know the condition of your flock. Enough said.
Last point. A biblical leader is a leader that provides. Yes. In vain you rise up early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. We are to provide for our people, for our family. What are we to provide? Directional needs. Direction. You see, my wife gets insecure when, you know, she tells me, where are we going? Where are you leading this family? <laughs> they want direction. Okay. The sheep, the sheep needs direction, by the way. Okay. The other thing that we are to provide for are the physical needs. Physical needs. Again, not just food, not just that, but being physically there. You know, I remember when I was watching my son's game, basketball game, few years ago, every time he makes a shot, he would always look to the crowd and he's trying to look for me. He's trying to say, Dad, did you see that? Are you there? Are you physically there? Did you see what I did? There's a physical need for people. Okay, there's emotional needs. And lastly, there's spiritual needs. People need acceptance. People need significance. These are all spiritual needs. Okay, spiritual needs of the flock or the people they're caring for, whether it be at home or at work. Again, let me just conclude here by saying this. All of us need a biblical leader. But unless the Lord builds the home, everything we do is futile. Unless the Lord builds what we're building, okay? And the less God helps us watch out for the people, we all start, stand watch in vain. And unless, you know, we try to provide on our own strength without God, it's going to be impossible. But we have God. We have God. So tonight, I just want to end with this. Jesus is our biblical leader. He's always watching over us. He's always providing for you and I, always looking out for everything that we need. And by the way, Jesus is also helping build the things that we need to build. 